Second Chronicles chapter 29, verse 11. This is our favorite king, at least for the present, King Hezekiah. We have just come out of the dark ages, basically, uh, of the previous administration, the previous uh, generation. And now here's King Hezekiah opening up the doors of the temple and restoring proper worship and He's making a good go at it, and it's just the the lights have come on. The sun has started to dawn. The darkness is dispelling, and it's the greatest, most refreshing thing. And I just want to uh, revel in the uh, in these uh, verses as much as we as much as I can. So in verse eleven, anyway, this is uh, where Hezekiah is now giving his exhortation to the Levites and to the priests. And, well, verse 10, he says, Now it is in my heart to make a covenant with the Lord God of Israel. So the Lord put a burden and a desire in godly King Hezekiah's heart. He did. It is in my heart to do this. And, by the way, a previous king in few chapters back in Second Chronicles 24, verse 5, King Joash, uh, verse 4, it says that Joash was minded to repair the house of the Lord. The Lord puts things in our hearts. It was King David who had in his heart to build a house to the Lord. The Lord didn't command him to do that. And this was not uh, commanded of Joash or of Hezekiah, but it was something that the Lord put in their hearts. And so Hezekiah says, It is in my heart to make a covenant with the Lord God of Israel, that his fierce wrath may turn away from us. My sons, so this is our verse, verse 11, My sons, be not now negligent. For the Lord hath chosen you to stand before him, to serve him, that ye should minister to him and burn incense. Very simple thought today, and I think I mentioned, uh, touched upon this already, but I've just been parked here. So, be not negligent. I put it in the devotional, in the email that went out today, that word negligent. If you look it up, it actually has as... As, as an alternate meaning uh, to not be deceived. And so the thought there is what does negligence and deception have in common? And I just put down there in the email that when you think about it, deception is actually the root, the cause of negligence. Because if we don't believe really that um, there's going to be hard times ahead economically, then we will be negligent to to save up for the future. If we don't believe, really, that the education is, is all that important, then we will be negligent in being studious. If, if a, an unbeliever doesn't really believe that hellfire is a real thing and that he is in danger of it, he will neglect the day of salvation. And if we don't really believe that 
the Word, being in the Word and being engaged in prayer is uh, helping any, then we will be negligent in those uh, duties. So that word negligent is actually tied to uh, the idea of being deceived or not believing. But I just want to take it on the surface, be not negligent, be not negligent. It's the dictionary definition of negligence is simply a failure to take care of something that is important, a failure to take care of something. And there are four things that are outlined in this little verse that Hezekiah is exhorting, commanding, don't be negligent. And so it would do us well to sit up and and see what these four things are. The first thing is to stand before him. Be not negligent to stand before the Lord. Now, what can we glean from that? When you have a man that stands before a king, then that man, I guarantee you, is not doing something else. He's not on his phone. He's not listening to something on his headphones. He is giving full attention to the king. When he's standing before that king, he is listening to him. His eyes are upon him. Full attention. Psalm 123, verse 2, says, The eyes of the servant look to the hand of their masters. The eyes of the maiden to the hand of her mistress. So our eyes wait upon the Lord our God. Our eyes are on the Lord. Second Chronicles 20, verse 12, Jehoshaphat says in his great prayer, We have no might against this company that's come against us. Neither know we what to do, but our eyes are upon thee. There is that idea of looking to the Lord, standing before the Lord, listening to the Lord. Samuel says there in 1 Samuel 3.10, Speak, for thy servant heareth. So, When you stand before the Lord, I believe all these ideas are encompassed, particularly of looking to him and listening to him. And so if I had to just encapsulate that stand before the Lord, I would say we're receiving from him and we're receiving from the word particularly. So we want to receive with full attention from the word. What does it mean to serve him? It says, be not negligent to stand before him and to serve him. And I don't have time to develop all this, but uh, we read throughout uh, the, the New Testament in particular that our service to Christ is manifested by our serving his body. And so when there is a saint in need, when there is a, a cup of cold water to be given to not just any, but as Christ says, to one of these my brethren, then it is serving the Lord. So in a very practical sense, we serve Christ by serving in very practical ways one another. And that that could mean something as simple as showing a friendly smile 
or as what we heard from Marcia, somebody coming up and lending a hand or visiting those that are in the hospital or praying for one another. This is how we serve him. Don't be negligent in that. If you have opportunity, if the Lord puts someone on your heart, be not negligent. Ministering to him, the third thing in this verse, to serve him, to minister to him, they seem like the same thing, but I I uh, would like to apply this in the sense of our direct worship to Christ himself. Not so much ministering to the body, but directly in our giving worship to Christ. And so be not negligent in our worship to Christ. And the, the most obvious way is as the saints gather together on the Lord's day, be not negligent. When God's people gather together, be not negligent. Don't feel like it's an optional thing. Don't feel like, well, they won't miss me. Don't, don't have those sorts of thoughts. You are ministering to the Lord. And then that last point, be not negligent to burn incense. That first one, standing before the Lord, where we're receiving from the Lord, I would say where we are reading and listening to his word, looking to the Lord. This last one, burning incense, is Revelation 8, makes it clear that the incense is the prayers of the saints. And be not negligent in offering up our prayers. And that is something that uh, that applies to us here and now because it is easy for us to fail in this. It is easy for us to grow weary in this. It is easy for us to to doubt this, to think that somehow what we are doing is not effective or just to grow weary in well-doing. But the exhortation here in the Word is be not negligent to burn incense. We grow negligent because we grow weary or we don't believe, but there is a need for us to um, gird up the loins of our mind, as it were, and to give ourselves to these things because the time is short. So be not negligent to stand before the Lord. Be not negligent to serve him by serving the body and be not negligent to worship him, especially with the gathering of the saints, and be not negligent in our prayers to him. Amen.